I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode number 62. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teens, so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their teen's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Today, we are talking about tools for managing stress and anxiety for both you and your team. And the reason we're doing this for the past few weeks, I have been feeling a lot of stress and anxiety in my own life. And just this This past little while, I have been coaching a young man and his father on stress and anxiety. And between coaching them and going through my own self-coaching, I was like, man, I'm going to record a podcast and I'm going to help you guys see what I do when I'm dealing with stress and anxiety in my own life. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Part of the reason I have been feeling a little bit more stress lately, um, I am now coaching football for my local high school. Uh, I love coaching football. And so when they gave me the opportunity, I was like, heck yes, I will volunteer. Just let me come coach. But that adds to stress because now I have a little bit less time and I had to jump through some hoops to be qualified to coach for the high school. And I just started my brand new parenting program. And just lately, I've been feeling a lot of stress and a lot of anxiety. So today, we're going to talk all about that. And it's going to be awesome. So in my preparation to coach football and jumping through some of the hoops that I had to, I came across this quote by Mia Hamm, the phenomenal U.S. soccer player that I wanted to share with you guys. And she said, when we are having a bad day, we tend to think in melodramatic terms that we've lost it, that everything has gone wrong. But usually, all you have to do is correct one small element of your game and everything else will fall into place. I love that quote because that goes hand in hand with what I'm going to teach you guys today about just identifying what you can control and starting there. So let's dive into a little bit about stress today. Stress is impacting everyone, like teens, parents, adults, School leaders, like everyone I talk to, they're like, man, I am just stressed lately. So I want you to realize that stress is impacting everyone these days. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Most people would say that stress is bad. And I get it. Like stress is definitely uncomfortable. If you're like most people, you try really hard to avoid the discomfort that comes with feeling stressed and anxious. You might avoid having certain conversations with people. Maybe you bottle up all of your stress and anxiety all day 
just to let it explode at the end of the day towards your family or your loved ones. Or maybe you bottle it all up and suppress it with unhealthy habits like overeating, being underactive in your life, and avoiding all things that cause you stress. And that's just you. Like, let's take a minute and think how does your teen handle stress? If they're like most teens, stress and anxiety are a regular part of their day. If they're like most teens, a lot of their focus is on stress and anxiety. And they just constantly think about how stressed they are and they just constantly feel sick. So I wanted to start this podcast and let you know that, hey, stress is all over. If you're experiencing it as an adult, I would almost guarantee you that your teenager is experiencing it. Humans are herd animals. What we feel is contagious. Calm is contagious. Stress is contagious. So if you're feeling stressed, maybe your teen is. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you five things you can do to help manage and minimize and just really dominate stress. So real quickly, I want to teach you this concept. Stress does not have to be a bad thing. Like I said earlier, most people think stress and anxiety are bad, but I'm here to tell you it does not have to be bad. Look at the example of lifting weights or physical exercise. These activities literally put stress on your body, but they also make your body stronger and more resilient and in better shape. Recently, I heard, and I'm sorry, I can't remember where I heard this. I think it maybe was this book called Radical Responsibility. Uh, We're going to talk about that book in the near future. But recently, I heard that the most damaging part of stress and anxiety is people believing that stress and anxiety are bad for them and that it's having a negative effect on their body. Stress and anxiety can actually make you stronger. Sometimes these feelings of stress and anxiety actually have to be experienced so that you can up-level your life. So when you look at stress and anxiety, if you choose to look at it as a problem and as something has gone wrong, it will increase your stress and anxiety and it will have a negative impact on your life. But If you look at stress and anxiety as something empowering, something that you need to experience to help you be you, to be the best version of you, that will empower you. So many teens and so many parents that I talk to, they think something has gone wrong because they're experiencing stress and anxiety and they think, no, this is a bad thing. But I'm here to tell you, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Um, right now I'm coaching football and most people are conditioned that, Hey, when your body's sore, when you're tired, you need to take a break. You need to slow down. But in football, we're pushing these kids to their limit. Like we're lifting four days a week and we're doing football practice and then we're conditioning and all of that stress on their body isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can be if we let it get too far 
But when we change what we think about it, we realize, no, this is making me stronger. This is helping to position me where I want to be as a football player. When you can look at your own stress and anxiety in your life, like with me coaching football, realized, wait, this is something I signed up for. This is what I wanted to do. With me creating my new parenting program, I have a bunch of people in there that sometimes I worry, oh, am I good enough? Am I delivering what I promised? That stress isn't necessarily bad. That helps me up-level my game. And I realize, oh, this is just really important to me. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to over-deliver. So the first few things I want you to take away from this is, hey, everyone is feeling stressed these days. And the second thing, that isn't necessarily bad. It doesn't have to be a bad thing. So I wanted to give you some real concrete tools that both you and your team can use to help you gain some power and some control over your stress and anxiety. The first one, I want to be 100% transparent. This is not going to magically make your stress and anxiety go away. In fact, I'll tell you, if you do it right, it will not make your stress and anxiety go away. The first thing that I want to recommend that you do is gain some awareness when it comes to stress and anxiety. Most people avoid feeling stress and anxiety, and because they avoid it, they never fully experience it, and they never truly become aware of what is really going on. To gain some awareness around your stress and your anxiety, start with the feeling itself and explore it. So when you feel stressed or anxious, identify it. Explore what it feels like and where are you feeling it? I know for me, stress a lot of times is tension in my lower chest and kind of uneasiness in my upper abdomen. I just know, oh, yeah, this feeling right here, this is stress. Explore it. Get to know it. Understand where do you feel it. Really dig in. How often do you feel stressed? And like, when are you most likely to feel it? I've been coaching football for a long time. This will be my fourth year in a row. And several years prior, I spent four years coaching at a couple local high schools. And I know that I feel stress before a football game. I feel stress before the season starts. Like During the first few practices, I'm just extra stressed and anxious. Really develop some awareness and understand, oh, when do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? How long do you feel stressed? And to what intensity do you feel it? I have one client. He's like, I don't feel it very long. And it starts out really dull, and then it becomes super intense. And then I throw up, or I get sick, and then it kind of passes. Really gain some awareness over your anxiety. Next, move to your thoughts. What are the thoughts that precede your anxiety? What were you thinking just before you started feeling anxious or stressed? 
what triggered those thoughts? What are some subconscious thoughts that may have triggered that feeling? I know for me, I oftentimes have a subconscious thought that I can't do something or I don't know what I'm doing. A lot of times I subconsciously put my focus on things outside of my control. When you gain some awareness around what you're thinking, that will help give you power over this feeling, this stress, this anxiety. Then you can move to the actions that follow the feelings. And when I feel stressed and anxious, what do I want to do? I'll tell you for me, I want to quit doing things. Uh, When I get stressed and anxious, so right now I'm on the governing board of a local credit union. I coach football. I'm running my parenting program. I also have the firmly founded parent. And when I'm stressed, I want to quit. I don't care what I quit. I just want to quit something. Maybe only one thing or maybe everything. And I know, okay, that's an action that I want to take when I'm feeling this way. And then I explore, what do I not want to do when I'm feeling stressed? I don't want to start new things. I don't want to do the things I'm already doing. I kind of just want to hide. And then what habits do I engage in when I feel this way? For me, I eat junk food or I eat lots of healthy food, which isn't healthy because apparently when you eat too much healthy food, that's just as bad as eating junk food. And I know, okay, these are the habits that I engage in when I'm stressed. Okay, so that was a really long step one. Gain some awareness when it comes to stress and anxiety. Guys, I went through a lot of information right there, and that's only step one. There's four more. If you need to be able to see this, go check out the show notes. You can find them at benpewcoaching.com slash six two. All right. So the first step, gain some awareness when it comes to stress and anxiety. Step number two, I want you to develop some intentional habits and practices when you feel stressed and anxious. This is powerful because it gives you a little bit of purpose. Like maybe we aren't going to change stress. Maybe it's not going away, but this will help give you some purpose. Like, okay, when I feel stressed, here's how I intentionally want to show up. I hate to tell you this, but stress and anxiety aren't going away. But you can create some intentional habits and practices that you would like to fall back on when you do feel nervous or anxious. For me, I'm in the habit of exploring and understanding it. Uh, Earlier this week, I was just super stressed and I was like, man, what is going on? Why do I feel so stressed? And I realized, oh, I'm thinking about how much time I have in the day and how much I have to get done. I'm thinking about this thing that isn't done. I'm thinking about something I did yesterday that I can't undo. I'm thinking about what about tomorrow? What am I going to do then? And as you develop these intentional habits, like for me, I'm now in the habit of exploring and understanding. Oh, got it. When I think this way, I feel this way. When I'm stressed, these are the things that I like to do. I also have created the habit of doing scary things. When they asked me if I'd coach football, there was a day where I was really scared. And I was like, man, I don't know if I can handle 
football. I don't know if I can handle my growing coaching program. I don't know if I can give the time I want to give to my family. And I was scared. Right now, I'm working on the habit of doing scary things. I started my business. I started this new parenting program. I dove in and I started coaching football. I don't want to be the person that when I get scared, when I get nervous and stressed, I quit and I give up and I don't do things. I want to be the guy that's like, no, I'll try that. Let's see how it goes. So when I'm nervous, I intentionally do the thing making me nervous because I want to be someone who does scary things. All right. So step three, these aren't even really steps. Like these are just simply principles. Okay. So principle number three is similar to number two, but this time I want you to develop some routines that help you prevent, minimize, and manage stress and anxiety. So principle number two was develop some intentional habits and practices for when you're feeling stressed and anxious. Principle three is slightly different, and we're saying develop some routines that will help you prevent, minimize, and manage your stress. I recommend doing daily thought downloads. This has helped so many of my clients, so many of my adult clients, so many of my teen clients. When they start doing daily thought downloads, they start to build awareness about all the thoughts going on in their mind that are behind their stress and their anxiety. Another thing that happens when you do daily thought downloads, a lot of my clients, I'll have them do this an hour to 45 minutes, no, an hour to 15 minutes, somewhere in that window before they go to bed. And one of my teenage clients told me like, it eases my mind. It makes it easier for me to fall asleep, stay asleep and wake up in the morning. So, really identify what are some routines that I could put into place that will maybe prevent, maybe it'll minimize, or maybe it'll just simply help me manage my stress and start implementing these. Some of my clients really benefit from these bedtime and sleep routines. Other clients really benefit from having a morning routine. Some it's having a weekend routine. Others, it's just simply having a self-care routine and knowing, hey, I'm feeling stressed. It's time for me to do my self-care routine. I'm feeling stressed. Maybe that means I go on an extra walk. Maybe it means, oh, I call up a friend and I help. I do service. All right. Principle number four, identify what you can and cannot control and shift your focus to what you can control. In all my years of coaching, I've noticed a pattern And probably also from all my years of being stressed and anxious, I've noticed a pattern that people who are feeling stressed and anxious are usually focused on things outside of their control. Maybe you're focused on your past. Guess what? You can't go back in time and fix the past. Maybe you're focusing on things in the future, like what if this happens or what if this or that? Or maybe you're focused on your teenager. And they're outside of your control. Identify what you cannot control and just realize, oh, that's why I'm stressed. I'm focusing on something outside of my control. 
then when you're stressed and anxious, you can simply identify, hey, what am I focusing that is outside of my control? Oh, yeah, my teenager, I'm really focusing on their decision or their grades or their behavior. Then once you've identified what you cannot control and where your focus is, I want to invite you identify the very few things that you actually can control and shift your focus to those things and then take control. For me, like the other day, I was super stressed about football and there was a certification thing I had to take that was 12 hours long. Like it took me three days. I didn't work on it 12 hours straight. I lumped it into multiple days. But still, I remember being super stressed and I realized, oh, I am focusing on things outside of my control. I'm focusing on the little amount of time that I have and all these things. And what about the football players? And what about all of this stuff? As I, okay, what can I control right here? You know what? I can go spend 20 minutes knocking out this certification thing. When you shift your focus from all the things that you can't control to the one or two things that you can control, that helps you manage and minimize your stress. Uh, The other day, I was stressed about our upcoming game. Uh, This will go live tomorrow, and we have our first game tomorrow. I really hope we win. I want to win, but I can't control that. There's another team out there who wants us not to win. And so, When I was really stressed today, I was like, okay, what can I control? I can go study my plays. I can understand them better. I can be more prepared to help coach my team. And that helped me all of a sudden feel empowered and in control. I just sat down with my notebook. I highlighted some of the plays and I did some of my own work. So principle number four is identify what you can and cannot control and shift your focus to only what you can control. And then the last principle here, I want you to remember that nothing has gone wrong. Stress and anxiety don't have to be bad. What you are going through can be good for you, and it actually is good for you, especially when you change your interpretation and your focus. The stress and this anxiety will help you be stronger, and it's simply a part of being human. So real quickly, to recap those five principles, number one, gain some awareness when it comes to your stress and anxiety. Number two, develop some intentional habits and practices when you feel stressed and anxious. Number three, develop some routines to help you prevent minimize and manage stress and anxiety. Number four, identify what you can and cannot control and shift your focus to only what you can control. And number five, remember, nothing has gone wrong. This is just part of being a human. If you and your teenager can do one out of those five, I promise it will help you. Maybe you can do two or three or maybe even all of them. But I promise you do not have to be the victim to your anxiety, to your stress, to your fear. And here are some simple tools to help you manage it. All right, guys, that is all the information I have for you today. I do want to quickly thank all of you guys who joined me in my beta impact parenting program. 
We've had two meetings so far, and I'll tell you, they have been phenomenal. Um, the feedback I've gotten is wonderful. The engagement I get like today, we're on our group coaching call, and I think almost every single person interacted in some way or another. It was phenomenal. So guys, the doors to my beta impact parenting program, they're over. A few people have emailed and said, hey, how do I get in? Yeah, the doors are closed, but don't worry. I will be offering this again in the very near future. It's going to be amazing. But right now, I want to invite you, hey, if you like help with anything, go book a free consultation. Uh, We're still letting people into the firmly founded parent. And I really love connecting with my listeners. So go check that out. Uh, Go book a free consultation with me. And guys, continue being the parent who you want to be. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Impact parenting with perspective. If you found any of this helpful and would like to get some one-on-one help with parenting your team, head over to benpewcoaching.com slash mini and sign up for a free consultation today. I'll talk to you soon.